Welcome to another inspiring message recorded at Thrive Church, a church passionate about moving people towards Jesus. Well, hey church, it's so good to be together in this moment. And before we get going and before we head into God's word today, I just feel so strongly that God is going to speak directly to you today. I believe that these moments that we have together are going to be sacred moments. They're going to be moments where the Spirit of God is going to speak into your life. I believe that He's going to revive vision. I believe that He's going to lift your head today. I believe that God's Word is going to encourage your heart. I believe that in this moment you're going to see something fresh and something new. And I just want you to know that as we head into these next moments, so many of us have been praying for you. So many of us have been praying for the word today to be impactful in your life. And we know that God's word is living and active. It's sharp and powerful. And, and it does incredible things in our lives. And as the word is preached today, can I ask you to take a moment and to prepare your heart, to take a moment, even just as I'm speaking to you now, and to still yourself a little bit. To take a moment to prepare your responsiveness to God and to His Word. To take a moment to invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And we're believing prophetically that as we do so, hearts are going to be encouraged, spirits are going to be strengthened, eyes are going to be lifted, futures are going to be altered, destinies are going to be changed, bodies are going to be healed, vision is going to be imparted, futures are going to look brighter. And so this is not simply a message. This is an impartation of God's word into our lives today. Father, we pray today. And as we prepare ourselves to respond to your word, that you do all that you want to do in us. Help us to be responsive to you. Encourage our hearts. Lift our faith. In Jesus' name. You know, Walt Disney was perhaps one of the most visionary business leaders of the 20th century. He grew a simple cartoon character, Mickey Mouse. Everybody knows Mickey Mouse. Into a vast empire which sells one thing, really, and that is dreams. Disney sells dreams. When would Disney World have been completed? Someone said, oh, I wish Walt could be here to see this. And his brother, Roy Disney, famously commented, oh, but he did. He saw it even before it began. He could picture it before Disney World ever became a reality. Here's the thing about Walt Disney. He had vision before it was visible. I want to tell you about a man called Michael Cassidy. He is an amazing man and a true South African hero. He's the founder of African Enterprise and one of the key people involved in ensuring that we actually had free and fair elections in 1994 as we transitioned into democracy in South Africa. Well, one day in his early 20s, he stood on a beach in Ghana and he put 50 footprints in the sand. And he turned around and he asked God for one year of ministry for every footprint. He could picture his ministry before that ministry ever became visible. He had vision before it was visible. In this strange and difficult year that we have had and that our whole world has been through, the one danger that I think we all face is that we lose our vision for the future. You know, in difficult times, it can be so easy, hey, for us to lose vision for the future. But when we lose vision, we lose hope, and that's a difficult place to be. 
Elijah, he was a prophet of God. He was once in a spiritual battle against the evil king of Israel called Ahab. Now, Ahab was a Baal worshiper. He worshiped statues of Baal. Not a good guy. Well, one day, Elijah challenges Ahab and his 450 prophets of Baal to a contest on a mountaintop. And the contest was to see who the real God is. So they take a bet, kind of like a cosmic wager. They build a big altar, and, and the, the deal is this, that the one whose God sends fire down on the altar, well, that's the real God. Of course, Baal can't do anything, doesn't do anything. There's no fire from Baal, despite his prophets praying for hours on end. And Elijah's mocking and taunting them. He, he has a full go at them, and then he just simply sends up one prayer to heaven, to the real God, and fire falls, and it consumes the altar and everything on it. Elijah then proceeds to kill all 450 of Baal's prophets. It's a riveting story of fire and faith and blood. And you can read all about it in the Old Testament book of 1 Kings. It's in chapter 18. But there's a crazy twist in the tale, church, that is so relevant for us right now. And it's right at the end of the story that I think it really matters for us now in 2020. The twist is in the tale. It's right at the end of the story. We're going to pick it up. From verse 41 of chapter 18. Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go and get something to eat and drink, for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming. So Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel, and he bowed low to the ground, and he prayed with his face between his knees. Then he said to his servant, Go and look out towards the sea. The servant went and looked, then returned to Elijah and said, I didn't see anything. Seven times, Elijah told him to go and look. Finally, the seventh time, his servant told him, hey, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Then Elijah shouted, hurry to Ahab, go and tell him, climb into your chariot and go back home. If you don't hurry, the rain will stop you. And soon the sky was black with clouds. A heavy wind brought a terrific rainstorm and Ahab left quickly for Jezreel. Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. So here's the thing, guys. Elijah tells Ahab, go and eat and drink because rain is on the way. Now, the reason why this statement was so strange and so important and so profound for us is that Israel was actually in the grip of like a multiple year drought brought about by Ahab's wickedness. There hadn't been rain for two solid years and this was actually in the third year now. And there was absolutely no sign of rain like anywhere. Yet Elijah tells Ahab, go and get something to eat and drink because rain is on the way. Elijah announces that he can hear a mighty rainstorm coming and he announces it right in the midst of a cloudless sky. In fact, the sky was so cloudless that Elijah had to send his servant back seven times to check for any sign of a cloud. That's how clear and cloudless the sky was. That's how much it did not look like rain. Yeah, at Thrive Church every year we have carols, services. We know there's one sure way to get rain to fall. Simply announce a carols evening. Because there will be a rainstorm on at least one carol's evening. Somebody's doing a rain dance somewhere and rain comes on carols. Anyway, so back to Elijah. The reason that he could hear the rainstorm in the midst of a cloudless sky is because God gave him vision 
before it was visible. He had vision before the visible. Walt Disney had vision before the visible. Michael Cassidy had vision before the visible. Elijah had vision before the visible. The thing is, he could see it in his mind's eye. He felt it. He knew it in his spirit. Rain was on the way. He was able to look beyond the natural, beyond the clear, cloudless sky, and to see and to know supernaturally that rain was coming. He had vision before it was visible, and God gave it to him. Did you know that God can give you vision for a future that's not yet visible? Don't let a strange and difficult year stop you from having vision for the future. Don't let the drought of COVID deceive you into thinking it's always going to be dry. You see, I don't know about you, but for me, I know some people have drought mentality. It's dry, they say. There's not a cloud in the sky, they say. It'll always be dry, they say. There'll never be a cloud in the sky anytime soon. And when a setback comes, they're ready to believe that the drought is here to stay. For them, life is a permanent drought, but not Elijah. That's what I want us to notice today. There's a cloudless sky, but he announces rain is coming. He says, go check it out. And so the servant comes back. There's not a cloud. Elijah says, I said rain is coming. Go and check. The servant comes back. says, Elijah, there's not a cloud in the sky. Elijah says to him, I said rain is coming. Go and check. He comes back. Not a cloud in the sky. Elijah ramps it up. He does not quit. Seven times he says the same thing. I said rain is coming. God said rain is coming. Go back and check. Here's the thing. Elijah had vision before it was visible. You know Nando's, the best flame-grilled chicken in the universe. It's proudly South African, born and raised. Guess what? Nando's opened in 1987 in Rosettenville in the south of Joburg. Anybody from the south of Joburg, give us a shout in the comments. 1987 was an enormously difficult time financially. Black Monday was one of the worst stock market crashes that happened on Monday, the 19th of October, 1987. It sent the stock market and economies all over the world into a spin. Meantime, in South Africa, we were right in the midst of apartheid turbulence. We were only one year out of a state of emergency that had been declared in the country in 1986. And it is into that climate that Nando's was founded, that Nando's opened. Guess what? They now have over a thousand outlets in 35 countries. All because Fernando Duarte, the founder, had vision before it was visible. Can I ask us today, how is your vision of the future at the moment? Can you hear any rain coming? Can you see any rain clouds? Have you got any vision before it's visible? Or are you just believing the reports about the drought? I love the fact that Elijah announced rain in the midst of a drought. Because God gave him vision before it was visible, and he can do it for you too. Thought about it, there were three things, I think, that Elijah, or about Elijah, that enabled him to live this way. Let me give us these three things quickly that I believe if we grasp them and integrate them into our lives, they can help us to live like this. Firstly, we live with a connected heart. Elijah had a connected heart. God had told Elijah rain would come. It was just that no one knew when, not even Elijah. It could have been weeks or months for all they knew. However, in this moment, after that famous showdown on the mountain, connected to God, Elijah now knew the rain was coming now. 
It was coming soon. It was coming now. He knew it in the moment because he was connected to God. People often ask me, well, how does God speak to us? Well, certainly for me, it's not a physical voice, but rather an impression on my heart. It's a thought that sometimes comes out of nowhere and then kind of seems to land in my heart. I believe that's what may have happened to Elijah in this moment. You know, God had told him before, a while ago, hey, the rain is coming. But straight after this mountaintop experience, straight after the prophets of Baal had been destroyed, he was so connected to God. God said to him, it's now. The rain's coming now. He heard from God. Why? Because his heart was connected to God. We live with a connected heart. Church, it's a connected heart that enables us to live in revelation and not reports. I need you to hear me so clearly today. God had revealed that the rain would come. That's revelation. But the reports kept coming back from Elijah's servant. No sign of a cloud, Elijah. Yet, the thing is, Elijah chose to believe the revelation over the reports. Everything in the natural said the drought would continue. But God had revealed that rain would come. And so Elijah lived in that space. He lived in a revelation space. That's what happens to us when we live with connected hearts to God. We live in revelation, not reports. We live believing the promises of God. We live believing the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We live in revelation and not reports. We live believing revelation more than we do about the reports about the economy or the politicians or the hospitals or COVID or whatever. Where are you living today? What's shaping your view of the future? Is it reports in the natural or revelation in the supernatural? Are you listening to every negative report on News 24 or Twitter or Facebook or Carte Blanche or You Magazine or your neighbor in your complex who sends you the latest dramas in some dodgy WhatsApp video? Are you listening to the reports about the COVID stats and the economy and corruption and angry politicians? Or have you asked God to give you a revelation of what he sees for your future, for your family's future, for our country's future? People with vision before it's visible live with connected hearts. And when we do, we live in a revelation space, not a report space. Secondly, we live with expectant eyes. We scan the horizon. We look for opportunity. We keep going back looking for clouds. I was so encouraged the other day. We went as a family to Papacino's just down the road. Uh, we were so impressed, so blown away by how they had adapted to the COVID situation. They had sealed and prepackaged cutlery and serviettes. They had staff on hand to sanitize the play equipment. I mean, our kids touched the play equipment. Immediately, there were two staff members there spraying and wiping down, creating a safe environment. You see, Papacinos, I believe, are going to do brilliantly well during the season. Why are they going to do well? Because they're going to pick up all the customers uh, of the people that would normally go to other restaurants that are going to hear that they're doing a great job. Guess what? They're going to switch allegiance. They're going to go to Papacinos. Why? Because they're prepared. Why? Because they're prepared to take advantage of the opportunity. Why? Because they're scanning the horizon to look for restaurant customers who want to come to a place of excellence, want to come to a place that understands what it is to be sanitized in this time. Guess what? Thrive Church is in exactly the same space. Our campus gets sanitized several times every single week. It's safer for you to be in Thrive Church campuses than it is for you to be anywhere else at the state bar your house. If you've been to Checkers, you're at more risk than coming to Thrive Church at any time. I guarantee you that. Anyway, let me get off my soapbox and carry on with the message. Church, this is the thing. We've got to look with expectant eyes for opportunity. 
here's also what I want to say to us today. If your head is looking down at the drama on your phone all the time, you can't possibly look up at the horizon for opportunity. People with vision, before it's visible, live with expectant eyes, eyes that scan the horizon for opportunity. Hey, thirdly, we live with faith-filled mouths. Elijah had a faith-filled declaration. Elijah told the king, it's going to rain. And then seven times he told his servant, it's going to rain. I hear your report. There's no rain cloud. I hear you seven times. He said to his servant, it's going to rain. Here's the thing. His words were consistent with his revelation. He did not waver in his declaration in what he said would happen because he'd had a revelation from God. He knew it was going to come and he spoke it out. You know, there's such power in what we speak over our lives. How about you today? What are you speaking over your life? Are you speaking revelation? Are you speaking the faithfulness, the promises of God over your life? Or are you speaking the negative reports that you read in the press, on Twitter, on social media? People with vision before it's visible keep declaring the faithfulness and the promises of God over their lives. They live with faith-filled mouths. Church, in this moment, can I ask you, where are you in this time? Have, have you got some vision to see a good future before it's visible? Have you got some vision before it's visible? Well, ask God for it. Ask Him to give you vision before it's visible. Ask Him to help you hear the rain even before you can see it, to give you faith and vision for the future. Ask Him to give you faith and vision for your family, for your work, for what it is He's called you to do, for your marriage, for your kids, for their future. God has not called us to live devoid of vision. He's not called us to live visionless. To, he's not called us to live skeptical, anxious, worried, cynical, negative. Come on, let's ask Him to give us a vision before it's visible, to help us to see a picture of the future before it comes to pass. It's possible to have vision before it's visible. As we went into lockdown, I felt such a strong sense from God and we said it to our staff that the way we go through this season prophesies to our future. How we respond in the season tells God as a church what he can trust us with into the future. I really asked God for a word and he was so gracious. He, he reminded us that just like the Israelites were provided with quail in the desert with an east wind that blew them in, we know that God is going to provide us with everything we need in this season. It was so important for us as a church, as we headed into the season, for us to have a deep revelation, not to listen to the reports in the natural, but to have a revelation from God in the supernatural. And his word to us was, he will provide the quail with an east wind. He will provide the resource that we need. As we headed into this lockdown season, the second thing that we needed to do as a church was to live with expectant eyes, eyes that could look for opportunity, eyes that were scanning the horizon for opportunity. As Thrive Church, you know that in our Boxburg campus, we've been looking to extend our kids' zone area. We've been looking to build new office and ministry space. And it seemed like that project was going to get put on hold as uh, we went into lockdown in March and April. However, we've, we've got an incredible leadership team, board and elders, with vision to see, vision before it's visible. They spotted an opportunity. They said to us, let's go for it. Let's decide to build in this time. And so we decided to embark on the building project and it started, it kicked off on the 1st of July in our Boxburg campus. The opportunity for us was to build without disrupting the kids zone on Sundays. 
the opportunity to build without having to hire in temporary toilets and classrooms. The opportunity was to build a lot cheaper without those expenses. The opportunity was to take advantage of lower interest rates at the time. And so we had to live with expectant eyes. And we do live with expectant eyes for the future. And also we're living with faithful mouths. We will emerge more effective, more full of faith. God will provide more miraculously. Our future has never looked brighter. A positive report is on our lips. You know, in our Edenvale campus, we're right at this moment in time now, busy looking at some beautiful ways to enhance and improve the foyer area and the kids' own areas. I just want to stop again and say thank you so much, church, for sowing and investing. Honestly, the best is yet to come. Our future has never looked brighter. Why? Because we've got vision before it's visible. Hey, church, so how are we going to apply this today? Come, well, let's draw close to him, firstly. Let's connect with him. Let's get into his word each day. Let's encourage ourselves with his word each day. Let's tell God. Let's connect with him. Let's tell him what's on our hearts and our minds each day. Let's, let's draw close and connect with him. And let's ask him to help us to live with a connected heart, to live with expectant eyes, and to live with a faith-filled mouth. Let's ask God as a church, collectively and individually, to give us vision before it's visible. I'd love the great privilege of praying for you in this moment. Father, thank you that your word always shapes us. In fact, the word, your word shapes the spiritual atmosphere in our lives. It shapes the architecture of our spiritual lives. Thank you for your word to us today that reminds us that you are the giver of vision before things are visible. Every person in this moment watching behind a tablet, a computer, a phone, a TV, we, we join our hearts together in this moment and ask you, God, would you impart vision into each one of us? In this moment, Holy Spirit, would you come and would you give us vision, an encouraging vision, an encouraging picture of a preferred future? Would you come and help us to live with connected hearts. Give us the ability to draw close to you. Give us the courage to draw close to you to, so that we can live with connected hearts. Give us eyes for opportunity. Help us to shake off small thinking, narrow thinking, downcast thinking. Help us to shake off negativity. Help us to live from revelation and not report. Help us to live with eyes on the horizon and Help us to live with a positive declaration and a faith-filled declaration on our mouth. God, thank you for Elijah, all that you did through him. But you can do through us and in us what you did through him. Would you give us today connected hearts, expectant eyes, and faith-filled mouths? And right as we're in a moment of prayer today, I want to say this to you, that there is one who gives vision before it's visible. And that is our loving Heavenly Father. That God is the originator of vision before it's visible. You might have been listening today and the Holy Spirit began to stir your heart. You know, he, God was tapping you on the shoulder all the way through the message. And the truth is you haven't been following Jesus. Today is an opportunity for you to make a decision to connect with the one who can give you vision before it's visible, to connect with the one who has the grandest vision for your life ever, to connect with the one who wants to lead and guide and direct your life. And maybe you've wandered off, maybe that happened some years ago, and you know, truth be told, you've uh, been living your own life. 
Or maybe today it's the first time that anybody's ever spoken like this to you. And so in this moment, if you feel God prompting you, if you feel the tap of God on your shoulder to make a decision to follow Him, to connect with Him today, I'd love the great privilege of leading you in that. In this moment, you can pray with me and I'll lead you. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to earth, lived a sinless life, lived the life I should have lived, died the death I should have died. Also that we can have a friendship with our loving Heavenly Father in heaven, so that we can connect with the one called Jesus. In this moment, I want to say, I, I want to make a decision to follow you. I want to say yes to you, and I want to ask you into my life. I want to ask you to forgive me for where I've gone wrong, for where I've gone my own way, and I want to ask you to begin a new story with my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If that was your decision today, maybe that was a moment previously in your life, but as I said earlier, you've wandered away and uh, today was a coming back, a coming home for you. Maybe today was a first time decision where you, this is the first time you've ever connected with God in a meaningful way. We'd love to celebrate with you. Uh, our culture at Thrive Church is that all across the East Strand, well, in fact, the country and internationally, wherever people are watching, they're cheering for you right now. And we'd love the opportunity to celebrate more meaningfully with you. If you simply WhatsApp the word follow Jesus to the number on the screen now, all we'll do is we'll say congratulations to you. We'll reply to you, say congratulations, and we'll send you something helpful to get you started on your journey. Church, as we head into this week, let's ask God to help us to live with connected hearts, expectant eyes, and faithful mouths. Let's ask Him to give us vision before it's visible. Have an amazing week, everybody. See you next week. We hope you have been blessed and helped by this message. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.thrivechurch.co.za.